Hi, and welcome to Beyond Your Limits. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the things that get in our way, how we have blocks to manifesting the things that we want, how we have blocks to becoming aware of why we do and what we do to ourselves, with ourselves, why we think the things that we think, why we can't see past ourselves. At least I'm going to try. Just from my experience and the experience that I've had helping other people through this. And, you know, to my knowledge, I don't think that anybody has ever reached or achieved the perfect goal in a really short period of time. But I know that people have achieved and accomplished, you know, becoming mindful or more mindful over a period of time, manifesting the things that they want very quickly. So it can be done and it's done all the time. What you don't realize is you are manifesting all the time. You're always thinking, you're always feeling, you're always doing something. The mind is always active. And what this is about is getting control of the mind. And it's, you know, it's like wrestling with a monkey. So what are the blocks that prevent us from having our mind fully cooperate with ourselves? Why do we not fully cooperate with our own selves? What makes this process longer? So Generally speaking, what we're dealing with is typically self-doubt, a lot of fear, feelings of being unworthy. We hesitate on acting. Why? Because we don't think that, that we're worthy. We were fed beliefs and ideas and are religious. And even if you weren't brought up in a religious family or with some sort of a faith, Many times the ideas that the families pass down to us stand in our way. So we have these deep impressions, like deep grooves that were imposed on us by other people, imposed on us by ourselves, imposed on us by our friends because we wanted to fit in, or maybe we didn't fit in. And those can create huge, deep grooves. And we have beliefs that we came up with. We've imposed things on ourselves for whatever reason since we were really young. You know, I can't do that. They're better at that than me. Why can't I ever get this? And you keep asking yourself the question as a kid, why doesn't this work for me? Why can't I get the A? Why do I always get a B? Why are the teachers mean to me? Why don't people like me? Why am I not a good athlete? Why can't I do the monkey bars? And what happens to us is we get stuck in the why. And I notice this a lot with clients that I talk to. Why is this always like that? Stop asking that question. Ask what is behind this instead. I kept asking the why. You know what I got? More of the why. Because the universe is saying to you, because you keep asking this question, because you keep seeing it the same way. And when you keep asking that, why doesn't he love me? Why do I always have problems attracting the right person? Why can't I meet the person of my dreams? Am I not worthy? Am I not deserving? Did I do something to somebody in a past life? And you come up with all of these ideas. This person was my twin flame. And therefore, twin flame relationships are like this, so I can't have what I want. Why does this always happen? Keep asking the question why it always happens to you, and the universe keeps answering. The universe keeps saying, because you keep doing it over and over again, you have to change it. And if you think really deeply on what I just said, you'll realize, oh, you're right. Why can't you see it differently? Why do you have to perceive it that way? 
You see, so this creates a lot of shame. It creates a lot of guilt. It creates a lot of feelings of unworthiness and not being desirable or not good enough. And, and it's all of this crazy stuff. And so what happens is we learn to cover that up even better. Well, you know, I'm not a very nice person. I'm not a very good person. I'm not a very beautiful person. I'm not a, whatever. Keep going. So you know what I need to do? I can't let other people see that. And you feel guilty and you feel ashamed and all of the. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to create this persona. Now the ego is getting a little bit bigger. Now, some people just can't believe that they can actually have something like this. They can't have a good life. So you have to face that too. And you have to ask the what, not why can't I have a good life, but what is behind the idea of me not being able to have and then fill in the blank. This comes down to the spiritual beliefs that we have too. Enlightenment, I don't know anybody who can truly say that they are enlightened uh, without having a spiritual ego. But, you know, like I said, maybe there's something good about the ego. We kind of beat the shit out of the ego and the ego actually keeps us alive. Otherwise, we would be a bunch of zombies. How would we really be expressing ourselves? Because we would be judging ourselves saying, that isn't spiritual. You really are supposed to be sitting around doing. But spirituality is actually really creative. And so if everything is creative, then the ego is kind of creative too. So let's talk about the effort that has to be put in and the time that's necessary for this. The only effort that has to be put into any kind of manifesting, enlightenment, self-awareness is to do it. It's to do. It's to be aware. It's to stay present in the moment. It's to be present in the moment. And so it's not inflating the concept of enlightenment. It's not inflating the idea of manifesting. It's not inflating the idea of self-awareness. It's by being it. So you don't inflate. You don't put it on a pedestal beyond all human possibility of attainment. You see, you become it. And when you are it, there's no attaining anything because you're it. So part of the dilemma is not understanding what the goal is and how to achieve it. So first you have to understand, what is your goal? People say, well, there's a goal in life. N not really. The only goal is death because that's the end result. And that's the thing that everybody's trying to beat the clock. So what is it that would make your life the best life you could have? And I want you to start writing this down. I want you to write down what your next 30 years will look like. And I want 5,000 things at a minimum of what you're going to achieve in those 30 years. And if somebody says to become enlightened, awesome. You have to be able to define and understand what enlightenment is. You see, the journey that we're on is a journey of consciousness. It's a journey that we're going through using thinking. And our thinking is so complex. And we're so wrapped up in our own ideas about who we are and who other people are and what this world is. We are a complete product of our past. You are not your past. 
you have to be in the present moment to understand that actually, if you sharpen your intellect and you sharpen your ego enough, they run the show. It doesn't mean that you're supposed to dull yourself either. It means you just have to be aware. I have an overly developed ego. I have an overly developed intellect. I have an overly developed emotional side. How does that work for you? If it works for you, turn the podcast off. And if it doesn't work for you, you can turn the podcast off. You can listen. You can do whatever you want to do. And that's what this is all about. The difference is, is that your life works for you. Do your thoughts and your feelings work for you? Do your relationships work for you? Do you have great interactions with the people that you work with? Are you doing what you want to do in this world? Are you happy? Are you healthy? Tell it yourself. Ask yourself. Who am I? What do I want to do? Now I say this is a simple thing to do, but we complicate it because we've got all these ideas that we have accumulated over a long period of time. There's a lot of stuff that we have to get rid of. And this is the exact situation that we face when we work on manifesting. You know, we don't think that we meditate enough. You don't have to meditate. It helps. You don't have to pay attention to your breath but it works. You know why it works? Because you focus on it and you make it work. You know why meditation works? Is because you discipline yourself enough to do it. And if you discipline yourself enough to say, I'm going to pay attention to myself and what I'm thinking and what I'm doing, you'll start to realize why you don't have the relationship that you want. You'll start to realize why You don't have the wealth that you want. It's based on the beliefs. Why do you not have the health that you want? What do you think about and say to yourself all the time? You hear me say this in these podcasts ad infinitum. And I think, God, can I come up with anything new? But the thing is, is that we're predictable. And the reason that we're predictable is because we think the same thoughts and do the same thing and have the same feelings over and over again. And now what gets really interesting is when I'm doing a reading and the person becomes very unpredictable, it's literally like we just had a shift in consciousness and we move into a different dimension, which is just another form of awareness. That's what a dimension is. We have to have the will and we have to develop the ability to smooth out those deep grooves from our past, to put our feet in those grooves and walk along them and realize the what behind the why. Why don't I have the relationship that I want? Stop asking that question. Ask what the what is behind it. We say, well, we don't know where the grooves are. I don't even know where to begin. You begin where you are. You begin with yourself. And they'll say, I don't know where to begin. You begin where you are. Look at what you're saying. I don't know. You do know where to begin. Look at your life. Look at what you do every day. And some people only say, okay, I get up in the morning and I get in the shower and I shave or I wash my hair and I dry my hair and I grab my coffee and I go to work and I go to work and I don't like the people that I work with. It's boring and it's dull. There it is right there. It's boring and it's dull and you don't like the people that you work with. Why? Because they're assholes or they're not very nice people or they're selfish or whatever. Okay. And why is your work boring? Because it sucks. Why are you working at a job where you don't like the people and your job is sucks and it's boring? 
ask yourself, write that. What are you doing? What are you doing every day? I am choosing the same thoughts, the same feelings every day. Why? Because you believe that is a fact. You believe that this is all true. But what if you changed your mind about it? What would happen then if you decided to look at it differently? If you decided to say, I created this, pretty soon you start to see that the person that is really struggling is you. And the struggle is within you because you want better for yourself. And that's where you begin. You recognize where you are and you want better for yourself. What does better look like? Why do you continue to see people like that? Why do you continue to work at a place where you're not happy? Because of your beliefs that you have to, that there's no way out when there is a way out. And the way out is to begin to question. The way out is to begin to observe. The way out is to look, to see that your life is not an accident. And that's why they say that a guide can be indispensable during a process like this. And I'll tell you why. An example would be climbing Mount Whitney or Mount Everest. When you are with someone who has climbed before, they know the pitfalls. They know the way to go. They know what to watch out for. They know when you're not paying attention. So it's not that they take over your burden. It's not that they're the ones that do the work. You're still getting up the mountain. You're going to summit. But what you need is like a mind Sherpa, you see, and somebody that shows you what's happening within you and your emotions, why you keep doing what you do. Sometimes I have people say things to me like, I know that this is not the relationship for me, but I don't want to be alone. And there we go. That is the what behind the why. Why am I in this relationship? Answer, I don't want to be alone. How can you make that better? And that's where we begin the journey. So I was talking about the bicycle and the spokes. My cousin and I did a podcast on that. And all of the spokes are cre- are connected to a center. And they fan out from the center. And then the rim is formed. I'm a cyclist, so I kind of like this. Now imagine this. You're the spokes. And we all emerged from the very center, this oneness. And during these periods of time that our ancestors or the people that brought us here or however we got here, we journeyed out from that and we had all kinds of experiences, all kinds, and they affected our ancestors and those were passed down to us. And so everybody interacting with everybody else, we're interacting based on experiences that we've had, based on our past. So what we're actually doing is we're interacting with people based on our pasts. And just like the spokes of the wheel, the further away from the center that you get, the further away from each other we get, we forget that we are having an experience based on our past beliefs. And when we come up against somebody that has different experiences and therefore different beliefs, we believe that all of a sudden we're separate from them and we're individual. But the truth is, is that if you look back at this, 
you need that center and you need that rim. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a wheel. But it begins at the center. And in the center, the bicycle is actually attached to the wheel. And then the rim is keeping that tire tight. So you see, we're still connected to the source of all, self, God, the first mind, consciousness, whatever you want to call it. And when we can get rid of the past and the grooves of impression that cause us to think certain ways and have certain beliefs, we get down to this selfhood that is in every person. It's coming back to the original source. That's least what we try to do because none of us really know. We think we know what the original source is, but we're all guessing. And so this is how we begin to look at the inner and the outer and how we can master that. And we recognize that the inner and outer are the same thing. Your experience is based on your beliefs. Your beliefs are within you. Your experience, you say, is outside of you. So the outside reflects the inside and the inside reflects the out. And so one of the things that Paula and I talk about in our podcast is cleansing yourself, grounding yourself to the earth. What does that do? That helps you recollect your day, whether you do it in the morning or you do it in the evening or the middle of the day or 20 times during the day. What happens is, is when you go backward in your day, say that you take this time during the evening to lay down and go through your day backward, all the way down to I just uh, laid down on my bed or my couch or whatever, or the floor, and move backward through your day. And you're removing all the impressions from the day. And when you feel badly about something, you can actually fix that right then and there. What would you have done differently? Well, I would have apologized to them. And I wouldn't have said this. Or maybe I would have changed my tone when I said this. And I certainly will never go back to that bakery again. You see, you're actually being very mindful of the day. That's mindfulness, is being aware. You can do this in the morning. Bring your awareness into your heart before you get up and meditate on the love of the source and the light. Fill your heart with light. Fill your heart with love and make a statement that you're always attracting light to you and the light that you attract to you is then reflected to other people and you heal them without even knowing it. You see, you don't have to imagine it. You just have to feel it. Just let it go. And in the evening, clear it out. My cat's weighing in once again. Clear out whatever it is that you experienced during the day. And even if it was a great day, make that better. You know, I had such a great day. I'm going to continue to do the same things and I'm going to make it better and better. Just do it for a few minutes every night. I'm going to tell you, you'll sleep so much better. So you see, Meditation isn't another job that we have to do every day. You don't even have to meditate. But one of the things that you want to do is you want to become more mindful of what it is that you're putting in your heart before you start your day. And then you want to think about smoothing out those grooves every night by 
recollecting the day and healing it right then and there by what you would do differently. And you will automatically take that into each and every day. That's how your life gets better and better. And it's the same thing for manifesting. When you sit down and you ask yourself, what is it that makes me feel the struggle? What is behind the struggle? Not why am I struggling, but what is behind the struggle? Where are those beliefs? And then as you become aware of them, as you smooth out those grooves and you have a memory, or you or you can even say, I don't know. There's Again, stop saying that you don't know. Talk to yourself in a different way. I know that this is going to be revealed to me. Reveal this to me tonight in a dream, or just reveal it to me and let it be obvious and let me know that it's a message because yourself is always communicating with yourself. And if you program that into yourself, what is it that's causing me to not have, not why don't I get, but what causes me to have and create X, Y, and Z. Yourself will reveal that to you. So if you feel like you can't make the money, you, you're not desirable enough, you can't find the love of your life, whatever it may be that you believe is happening, you see it's a belief, ask yourself to reveal the root of it. Work your roots. Get down to those roots. And you're going to find, oh God, it's this. You might be fearful. You might not want to become vulnerable. You might be afraid that you're not lovable. You might be so afraid of being hurt and having somebody leave you that you don't want to become vulnerable and you don't want to open your heart. So you keep doing the same things over and over again. And then you have to go a little bit deeper. What are you afraid of? When was the last time that you had loss? When did somebody leave you? When were you rejected? When did you not feel good enough? And you go back to that place and you see, oh, these are memories. These are the past that I'm bringing in that I believe to be true about myself. And you work your roots. You realize that's not true. That's not who I am anymore. This is who I am. These are the things that I choose. I'm the person doing the manifesting. I know that through consciousness and through feeling and through actions that I create my reality. And I now create this because I am willing and I am vulnerable. I am willing to be vulnerable and your heart will open. So you see, it's simple, but it's complicated because we have this amazing neural wiring. But in that amazing neural wiring is the neuroplasticity that your brain will grow and it will create new connections. And when you create those connections and you feel them, and you believe them, and you live in the feeling of that desire, of that want of, I have this. This is, love is mine. Money and wealth is mine. Vibrant, radiant health is mine. Fitness is mine. Beauty is mine. Whatever it is, the circumstances that you find yourself in, they don't matter. It'll all change. The universe will give you what you want. End of story. That's the message to this podcast. Anyway, I hope you liked it and please make the world a better place.